Welcome back to another episode of Hoopology. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins. We're on episode 10, week 5 of the playoffs. We made it to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. First, we'll talk about the East, then we'll move over to the West, and then we'll have our poll questions coming up for the week. Let's get started. So, Game 1, Heat and Celtics. It was definitely um, some intense... Intense rivalry um, with it going to overtime with the Heat, you know, besting Celtics 117 to 114. Drogic really showed up with 29. Tatum had 30 and 14, but that BAM block really hurt um, down the stretch to Tatum. And, you know, the Heat were down by 14, but they, they came around to win. Celtics got off to a really good start. They, they were leading. It was looking like it was going to be, you know, a Celtics win. And then, then the Heat just kept putting points and points um, together and that string came into you know quite a bit of you know down the stretch they really were clicking and then finally got that win in game two um, the heat again 106 101 they were down by 17 and then again came around to win Drogic again led and Bam showed up and showed up with 21 and 10 but you know the Celtics they were super balanced with Brown Tatum and Walker all at 20 point 20 plus points but just something about letting the heat kind of hang around, hang around and hang around. And then they just, you know, coasted and they, 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 they put it into an extra level and, and were able to, to come out with the win uh, for, for game two. So, you know, there was a bit of some arguing going on in the locker room after the game that seemed to, you know, whatever was said definitely propelled things um, for Boston in, in game three because they, they took it 117 to 106. They forced a lot of pressure on the heat. They outscored um, in the paint 60 to 36. And that was a huge key thing is that they really, they decided to really force things into the paint. They have a lot of folks that can drive Jalen Brown, Kemba, Tatum. They all can take take it into the hole. Marcus Smart can also do that as well. They really weren't settling for the threes. And, and they also got that boost. Um, 31 minutes for Hayward, first first time back um, playing since he went out um, early with that injury. And they also had 17 fast break points, which is something that they were lacking a bit as well. The the Miami on their side, they executed well. Hero really showed up with a flurry of threes to end with 22. Bam had 27, but... You know, Jimmy just didn't have a great game, and, and Duncan Robinson contributed. Drogic was definitely down on this game as well. So it was a pretty even, um, steady steady pace for Boston. They they basically really controlled a lot of the game, and we'll see what happens tonight if they can continue that aggression, continue those points from the paint, have Kemba really keep the pace. That really are the keys for Celtics to win. As far as the Heat, they 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 need to have Jimmy get on track a little bit quicker than he has been, and and try not to continue to let Boston have those spot them so many points, you know, in the first in the first half, in order for them to always constantly keep digging themselves out of the hole. But Hero, the, he needs to continue to show up. Bam um, continues, needs to play well. And Crowder and, and, and some of their other um, key guys need to keep uh, knocking down shots consistently. But they're, they're definitely there. It's, it's pretty evenly matched, but it just depends on, I think, um, 
either Boston's aggression or Heat. Heat need to take uh, a little bit more um, aggressive approach, you know, early in the game so they don't have to keep coming from behind. Something that I noticed um, both on the east and west side is the return of the block. It's not just a big man's tool anymore. It continues to be a really effective energy booster. Obviously, we remember the one that Bam had on Tatum in game one. Game two, you know, Tatum, Smart, and Walker all had one block. Heat in game three recorded eight to the Celtics three. So it's definitely an effective tool um, for energy, tempo, with both of the teams trying to, you know, get out and transition and run. They both have some fairly young guys that, you know, either can spot up for the three or, you know, can take it into the hole. So that those blocks are really, you know, an interesting new tool that is kind of bringing back because we don't really have a lot of, you know, per se, um, true centers or true big men, everybody can pretty much play all these different positions and, and can go out and shoot three or, or get it get it down low in the hole. So it's really interesting to see the block kind of return and, and be um, a really effective tool. And something that's really effective also on the Lakers-Denver side, now they have, the Lakers have more of a true, you know, big men um, rotation with Howard and McGee. And as well as Anthony Davis. And in the first um, game, Lakers and Denver, Lakers pretty much controlled that whole game, 126 to 114. You know, Denver, they seemed very tentative. Their shot selection was was a bit off. And also, they all the plays that seemed to work against the Clis- Clippers, they weren't working because the Lakers have a much crisper defense. And transition um, was um, all about the Lakers. I mean, they also got Denver into foul trouble. And especially with Grant and Jokic um, to have foul trouble as well, and, and then Murray as well. Grant has a really hefty assignment with guarding LeBron, but he is really definitely a key to watch for this series because if he can turn it on the way he did in, in Game 3 with a 26-point career playoff high and still guard LeBron effectively, that is a really big key for Denver's success. Um, in Game 2, you know, they got they had a better energy boost for Denver, but in that, that last second by Anthony Davis, that Mamba-like shot, you know, for three to, to win it 105 to 103, it, it could have been a huge deflation for Denver, but the way they came back last night and, and played so effectively 114 to 106 except you know they 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 almost let a 20 point lead go but they were way more aggressive LeBron and Rondo really led that surge in in the third and more so even in the fourth but those key three pointers from Murray and like I said you know Grant had an amazing night with 26 um, points and also they got some really good energy from from Dozier and Monte Morris and Michael Porter Jr. especially Michael Porter Jr. and and Kyle Kuzma, you know, going, doing that little duel one-on-one, you know, Kuzma definitely took, took, took it some kind of way and, and ended up not taking some really quality shots just to try to keep going that one-on-one with Porter Jr. Whereas Porter Jr. was taking some really good shots. Caruso and KCP have been really incredible with contributing and and talking about the blocks for for the west side so six blocks for the lakers game one and it wasn't just mcgee and howard but kcp danny green and caruso you know versus you know denver only had uh, Jokic and morris for um, two blocks in game one but game two murray had two including that really big one down the stretch um as well as craig and dozier each had one and and seven for the lakers was a total lebron had two davis had two green made a really big one in game two 
KCP and Caruso also contributed. Whereas game three, it seemed like they, they didn't have as many opportunities, but LeBron had two, um, Dwight Howard had one, Jokic had one, and Millsap had one as well. So going forward, you know, we've got a series in, 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 in both ends here, but for for Denver, for their keys is is really getting Grant continuously going, um, getting that qu- um, quality bench production from Morris and Porter Jr. And um, for the Lakers side, basically, whether whether LeBron sets the tone early, because he did that in game two, but then he just like kind of disappeared. So either really making a more of an effort to continue to set that tone for LeBron, but also AD really, I mean, for him to be almost the best player on the floor um, and not be consistently getting 30 and 10, that's a problem. Uh, And that's something easily corrected, but they have bouts where they're just not energy-wise into it as much, even though they're getting good transition, they're getting good quality shots. Some shots are falling, some are not, but they are getting good quality production from KCP, Caruso, Rondo. Everybody's really clicking, so it should be interesting to see, you know, in game four, you know, is it, it which which side is going to um, come out a little bit more? Is it is it going to be Lakers at a higher energy level, or is Denver's aggressiveness going to continue? And so you let me know. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what what happens. And as far as the poll questions goes, who will make the finals? I I definitely want to hear from you guys for that. And who showed up and showed out, you know, for the East? Is it Adebayo? Is it Hero? Is it Jalen Brown? Or is it Kemba Walker? And who showed up and showed out for the West? Is it Jeremy Grant? Is it Rondo? Is it Caruso? Or is it Monte Morris? Definitely the poll questions will be up on Twitter tomorrow. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Let me know what you want to hear on next episode. Enjoy the games. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins, and you're listening to Hoopology. Have a great one.